Welcome back to another episode of Small Town Big Takes. It's episode 43 today, ladies and gentlemen. Cancun on three. Who are those teams who are going to be heading to Cancun? I don't know. There's a lot. A lot of predictable, you know, a lot of predictable games this week. Maybe some do or die. And some teams, you know, just wish them best of luck next year and have, you know, a trip to Mexico in a week. Yeah, Chase, when I look at the playoff picture, you got in the AFC, four teams have clinched, the Ravens, Dolphins, Chiefs, and Browns, but then that leaves three open spots for the Jaguars, Bills, Colts, Texans, and Steelers to all fight for. So you got three spots for five teams. Two are going to be taking their trip. Their season will be over. And then in the NFC, a little bit of a less tight race. You have Everybody has clinched. There's two spots left. So the Niners clinched, Cowboys clinched, Lions clinched, Eagles and Rams clinched. But then the Bucks and Saints are still in a fight for the division. And the seventh seed is still open for either the Bucks or Saints. Packers have it right now. Seattle's a dark horse to get it. it they would need the stars really to align. But we're going to take a deep dive into all these scenarios, what needs to happen for who and what. But first, Chase, I think the Birds reached an all-time low. All-time season low this year. And that loss, that one cut me deep. You know, I was keeping my optimism, and I said if we didn't win out, I was hitting the panic meter, panic button, and I'm in a full panic now, and I'm fed up with Philly Nick. Yeah, here's my argument to it. I'm not fed up with Philly Nick just yet because it's been a bad stretch of a month. It's just been a month. You look at these seasons where – Jalen Hurts first his first year starting they go nine and eight exceed expectations from the entire league and they're winning they're winning loss um, over under. Uh, yes, that was and, a great season, but we were two and five when he was calling plays. Telly handed it off to Steichen. Yeah, okay, I agree. Um, then you go you go to the Super Bowl last year, and then this year you still go ten and one at one point in the season, and then you hit this rough skid. I think from a status of coaching, yes, it does rely on him in these certain situations, but that doesn't take away how poorly the defense has been playing and the personnel on defense. It doesn't take away some of the play calling from the offensive coordinator in this past month and almost the entire year. And I understand they have one of the top 10 offenses in the NFL. I probably brought the coordinators in. Well, Brian Johnson was the quarterback's coach. He promoted him to OC, though. That was more... Well, he didn't. The head coach doesn't promote them. Head coach brings their coordinators in. They pick coordinators. And he picked Desai, handpicked him. He was defensive assistant in Seattle last year. Well, I understand that. I'm just saying it also has to go through management as well. The management has to approve of the coordinator. And I did like it because you keep the connection with Brian Johnson and Jalen Hurts, who they have a connection for five to ten years or even when he was a little kid. So I, I like that move, but it's just showing that he's not experienced enough in the NFL for play calling. Brian Johnson? Yeah. Yeah, agree. And, and, and nor is Nick Sirianni. Yeah, and here's my argument too. Like, Nick isn't very experienced in the offensive coordinator world. I, I think, how long was he a coordinator in Indy? Like, he, he was just a wide receiver coach. Just a wide receiver coach. So it's, you know, I think it's lack of experience in the NFL on the offensive side, um, which is hurting them a little. And it's kind of showing now in this stretch of the month where you play these very good teams. You've played them multiple times over multiple years. And they start to figure out. 
like what you do, what you do wrong, and what you can't do. So I think you have to bring in someone experienced to overcome that, especially with the offensive player personnel. So you want so you want to move off from your saying? I want to see what he can do the rest of this year. The rest of this year and next year. So okay, so let's say this is my, my prediction would be that we get the five seed. I just don't think the Cowboys are going to lose the Commanders this week, yeah. and then we go into. Probably play Tampa, maybe New Orleans, preferably Tampa. Most likely Tampa because Tampa's playing Carolina. And I don't, and is Bryce Young's out because of last week's injury, which I'm guessing because he took a pretty big hit. I think he went into concussion protocol. Yeah. Um, the only, th- I don't know if he's out. I just think the spreads would be more because Tampa's only a five point favorite. It makes me think Young is going to play. But, let me see. Let me. I'll look that up. But anyway, yeah, because I just remember him taking a pretty bad hit last week, and some. With my understanding, I wouldn't risk something worse for your franchise quarterback. Young's gonna play. He is. He is gonna play. Yeah, which interesting decision. Yeah. But Carolina's a mess right now. Uh, Tepper threw a, a drink at a Jaguars fan last week. He's been suspended. Won't be at this next game. He's a mess. He is. He's so impulsive. He, was he the one who went to Epstein's Island? Uh, I think so. I believe so. so I think he, a couple of them did. Yeah, so he, he's he's going to be out of the league very soon. More likely. Uh, yeah, and um, what was his old um, commander's owner, Snyder? He, he went to the island yeah, confirmed. Of course he did. Yeah, but so, okay. Th- what I was getting to, Chase, was... Sorry, a little, uh, little sidetrack on the owners. So let's say we go down, we beat the NFC South winner, and then most likely situation would be going to San Francisco, them off three weeks rest, because they're probably going to rest some of their guys this week. Not confirmed yet. They're still a three-point favorite over the Rams, but I would have to think if they were going to play their starters, it'd be a five-and-a-half point, maybe six-point favorite. Yeah, I don't see that. Well, my thing, I, why would you play your starters when you clinched a number one seed? I, yeah, I wouldn't. I, I couldn't. We, you know, like a drive or two, half, quarter, whatever, yeah. keep them fresh, but not, my, not the whole game. Here's what it's going to come down to. 49ers are going to be off three weeks rest. That's good. That's good to rest, but they're going to be out of sync for a little. Not playing three weeks sure. in the NFL against a team who's going to be playing, who's going to win. Hopefully coming off a playoff win. With momentum, they feel good about themselves again, and now they get it. They get to go to Levi Stadium, go into their house, and do what they did to Philly in week 14, 13. 13. Yeah. And it's so hard to beat a team twice. It's so but hard to beat a team twice. My question to you would be, what would it take for you to want Nick Sirianni gone? If they get blown out. In in any game in the playoffs? In any game in the playoffs. If they get blown out, I'm a, I'll, I'll be done. And if the offense not clicking, you have the opportunity to go – to the Super Bowl again. You're going to most likely be 12 and 5. Other than Baltimore, everyone's beatable. Everyone is. And here's my th- and I think and I'm listening to 941, I'm just listening around radio so shows getting good input and it's we would be very happy at 12 and 5 if you said that last year going into the season because of the strength of schedule. Hardest schedule in the league. Oh, there's a reason our over under win total was 11 and a half. Yeah. Like Vegas thought we would win 11 or 12 games. Yeah. And we're going to win 12. Go so over. Yep. And we could easily won 14. 
Should have. Easily. Even 15. If Hurts isn't sick, you for sure win the Seattle game. And then the, the Jet- Arizona and game. I think the Jets is just the NFL. You know, it was early in the season. Jets, there was a chance Rodgers could come back. They were juiced up. They got the 3-3 three and three after that win. Their defense was healthy and legit at the time. Yeah. So that I think that's just like the commander's loss last year. That's just an NFL win. Yeah, and then Arizona, you should have won. You, you needed to win you that, needed game. To win that game. And the Dallas and San Fran losses, we predicted. Like yeah. That was just the cards were stacked against you. Not making excuses. Every game's winnable. Every game's losable. But there was a reason we were underdog in both of those games. Easily. You look at it now, you have to find some leadership in there. You can't just be... Oh, it's going to be okay. Oh, it's going to be okay. Yeah, it will be okay, but someone needs to wake up in that locker room and say, hey, we're still one of the best teams in the NFL. And, yeah, we've been, you know, making mistakes left and right, but we need to clean that, you know, BS up right now and go prove to everyone that we're still the same team. Forget the coaching. The players are going to make the difference in the playoffs. You have to real like Jalen Hurts is going to show up. AJ Brown is going to be and Devontae Smith just going to be like, "F it, let's play for ourselves and go win the game." Coaching isn't going to matter to us. That's how I see it. I'm looking at it like I firmly believe it's not a personnel problem because defensively, I think so. I think the the linebackers are a problem. I think when you get Slay back, I think Byard, Slay, Reed, should, they're more than solid, and then Brian Blankenship, I think. Sidney Brown can play. Ringo can play. Maddox, he obviously had a rough game. It was his first game back last week. So I'm giving him a break. Bradbury, 11 touchdowns on his head. Unacceptable. Like I know he's on a three-year deal. I'm at the point where I'm just going to say roll Ringo out there once Slay gets back. Now, we're not going to do that. Money's in Bradbury. We've talked about this before on the pod. Like There's an uh, there's an obligation to play a guy where you have a lot of money. When you put, pay him. Yeah. So, but I'm looking at this, Chase, and unless we lose closely in the NFC championship, I want Sirianni gone. And I know I'd listen, this this you no one can take this away from him. Say what you want. Three years, three playoff appearances and a Super Bowl appearance. Now, yeah, we can poke holes in that, but it's the NFL. Winning easy. Not every team makes the playoffs like that. And to do it three years in a row, it's impressive. But kind of turn like the organization around from a little slide from the Carson One situation, from all that you know, the terrible defenses before he did. that. He, he for sure built a culture, but I'm wondering now if he's losing the locker room. Like when I see O.J. Brown, last play of the game, just take his helmet off, sit down in the end zone and start laughing, like just shaking his head like, wow. Like, and then he's declining to talk to the media and he's saying like, I do have something to say, I just can't say it. Makes me think that like our best offensive player is losing, losing it in our coach. I, I think it's more the play calling and I don't know if you've seen the same clips that I've seen I've seen Brian Johnson like go over to Jalen Hurts on the sideline and Hurts is just shaking his head like that but then but then like I and I don't know if this is Sirianni just trying to take a blow for Brian Johnson and trying to be like accountable saying things like this is my offense and saying and if that's the case I really don't know if he should be our coach and I uh, Chase let me drop this on you too on the spot if he got fired so let's say we get blown out round one or whatever maybe round two Anyway, we get the blowout you're talking about where you would want him gone. Do you think he gets another head coaching job? Like, if, for example, if the Steel, they were were saying Tomlin was on the hot seat, Tomlin would get hired in 30 seconds. I think think Sirianni would get the same just because of what he's brought to an organizational standpoint. 
and what he changed the culture. He brought the Eagles to three playoffs, uh, Super Bowl appearance. But look at this. Yeah, but look at the other coaches in the NFL. There's going to be tons of firings. Staley's already gone. Belichick's gone. I would take um, Belichick over Sirianni. Hence. I would too, but I'm just saying Belichick's gone in New England. You have who else? Um, Frank Wright already got fired. Frank Wright already got fired. Josh McDaniels got fired. Mm-hmm. McDaniels is gone. So they have. There's three interims right there, and the Chargers, Panthers, and Raiders. They're all going to be. Out. Yeah, there's. A, there's. I know. There's. A, like, I would even say Ron Rivera is gone. This. He's season. gone. He is gone. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of openings where they would take Sirianni in a heartbeat because he's an upgrade over all of them. Over those guys, yeah. But I think them. I could name ten. Like, for example. Imagine if Sean McVay had this Howie Roseman roster. Like, I really think we'd be a Super Bowl favorite. And, like, McVay and, like, a Shane Steichen, who I think we should have promoted. Obviously, it's easy to say that now. Yeah, yeah. But he's got the Colts with Gardner Minshew with a terrible roster with injuries at 9-7 and in a position to make the playoffs. And if Sirianni had, say, the Rams or Colts rosters this year, I really think they'd have, like, four or five wins. Because Siri, I just I want my guy to call plays. The true great minds, McVeigh, Shanahan, McDaniel. Now they're calling plays. They're scheming guys open. They're putting people. I saw a post the other day. It was like, if Devonte Smith got used the way Puka Nakua got used, he'd go for two K yards. Which I agree. And it just bothers me because I hate that we're not reaching our potential. And yeah. we saw like when everything's firing on all cylinders last year, it looks so pretty. And I I get it. You could say we played Cooper Rush, we played Carson Wentz, we played Derek Carr, who we lost. We played. Backup Cardinals quarterback Colt McCoy. We played Dan Jones twice. We played some terrible quarterbacks. You know, you could argue the best quarterbacks we played last year was Dak one time, and because we played Cooper Rush the other time, and then maybe Kirk Cousins week two. Which yeah, we routed them. Our team was buzzing around last year. We had the momentum, but then in the playoffs you get Daniel Jones at home, and then it's not our fault. This is an excuse. Like this isn't Eagles hate, but we played you know backup Niners quarterback. We hurt Purdy. It's not you know it's their fault that he got hurt. They blocked Reddick with a tight end, but. The path to the Super Bowl was easy. All the stars aligned. And this year, that's that's the other thing. Is like, yeah, this year, the fans that expect this year to look like last year and us to have 14 wins again, 13 wins again, unrealistic. They're delusional. schedule on the lose. understand football. No. They're going to expect 15 wins. But did they have won 14, 15 games? Yes. They, because they were 10. For because being 10 and 1. 10 and that's, it, that's the thing. That's what I'll defend Sirion is he's getting judged off being 10 and 1. Whereas if you just said, if you said now, like, for example, the guys on WIP ripping him, calling for his job, Jillio DeCamry, they were saying at the beginning of the year, they'd be thrilled if we won 11 games. They called us going like 10 and 7. Yeah. And now they're switching up. Now, whereas- and this is the thing. Philly media switches up. And I'm not saying anything, but I'm just saying for you too as well, you're off of him. I was off of him like when you we were, were 10 and 1. Though. I know you were. And that's my thing. You have to realize how many opportunities is it going to come where a head coach comes in Brings in the right person. This isn't always greener. I hear you. Exactly. My thing is, the only way that the grass is green, in my opinion, <laughs> is if you bring in Ben Johnson from Detroit. Big fan of him. Big fan of him. Or Eric, He's take this job, too. Or Eric Enemy from Washington, who was the Chiefs offensive coordinator. Yeah, I like the years. I also, I would roll the die on Jim Harbaugh or Belichick. Yeah. Personally. I mean, those are the only four coaches where I'm like, yeah, maybe that's the right choice for this Eagles team for the next five to ten years. That's how I'm looking at it. But if those guys would never not be on the table, I'm taking Sirianni still. I'm still waiting on him. 
if he if he brings in like incompetent coordinators again though, he midseason fire. Yeah. You can't screw up again. Like the pressure is on now. Well, Maury's fired up. Short term window. Yes, you have yes. a term window in Hertz to win. But right now he's not getting paid. When that month, when he starts exactly. getting paid, the cap takes the big hit. The We're not going to be able to have as good of a roster as we have right exactly. now. Completely right, and I think this is like the time where you're going to have to start, you know, winning because you're going to have to pay Devontae. You're going to have to re-sign AJ again. Reddick's going to want a new Reddick's deal. Reddick's going to want a new deal, and this is when you're going to be handcuffed. And how Carter's just going to need to get paid. Which, I'm not scared because of Howie Roseman's ability to restructure contracts, get everybody get paid. Howie's like an accountant; he can work the money too. Able to work the money, and still, even with Hertz's contract, we st- next season hitting the cap. This offseason, we still have like top fifteen in cap space. Uh, and you, and but probably, and we should cut Bradbury too. You, can, you, you can, can't pay him that thirty-eight mil. I know, and you know, it would hate to say me, but I think you move off of Bradbury and Sly just because of the age. You can't be paying those guys that much money at that age. And if you can get in Ringo, Ricks, and maybe draft someone. Draft a Kool-Aid out of Bama. Yeah. He's expected to go late first. That might time up perfectly with where our pick would be naturally. He's a player. You have Ringo and Kool-Aid on the outside. Yeah, they're young players, but I'd rather be paying those guys where you can have more room to improve than linebacker depth. You could get a Devin White in the offseason. There's a lot of options you can do there. But and, I, and I'm not going to write Dean off just yet. I'm not either. And I also, I saw, a, this is a Twitter rumor, don't take this seriously, but interesting idea. Nolan Smith shaves off another maybe 10 pounds, roll him out at linebacker. He's 6'2", 240 right now, runs a 4'4", he's fast enough. If he went down maybe 230, guys, that's down to a 4'3", be a dangerous linebacker, and I know he could be a dangerous linebacker, right? He could be a da- he could he's like a Shaq Leonard type build, exactly. So I think he could be a good linebacker. And position. It, I think like just not having a first round talent on the field because he can, which I get not being able to play over Sweat and Reddick, those are studs. They're having great years, even so they they've been cold the last couple of weeks, but still you're getting seven sacks out of Sweat, twelve out of Reddick. Like they're great players. But to have Smith still on the field at linebacker and still have those two studs on the field, I think would make this defense a lot better, yeah. faster, more athletic, tougher, everything. I agree. So I'm not writing not Smith bad. off. Yeah, I kind of like the idea, to right. be honest with you. He's like, yeah, he comes in as an edge rusher, but he's so athletic that he can go into that position. I don't think it would be a hard move for him. We've seen people his, convert before. I Because of his athletic ability, I think he could easily do it. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, Roquan Smith kind of came in as like an edge outside linebacker and fully converted to middle linebacker. Yeah, now he's a stud. Yeah. Like a complete stud. Mm-hmm. So, not going to write Nolan Smith off or N'Kobe Dean. N'Kobe Dean needs to stay healthy. That's it. Yeah. He was good in co- – I mean – And I think Byard's got another year or two. I think Byard does. I just – I don't – And here's, He's been a letdown so far. He's been a – He had a great game against the Chiefs where he locked up Kelsey, but other than that – I just don't think they're putting these guys in position to make big plays. It's also coming so hard coming in midseason too. New new defense, new yeah, guys. My thing, like I think Matt Patricia is a good coordinator. He was able to do it with less personnel in New England. Not as good personnel as the Eagles yeah, have. Yeah, I'd agree. And he's still been able to keep them at a top ten defense almost because they had all that there. money in Brady Gronk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the line. And you still had some. Good guys. You had Dante Hightower. You had J.C. Jackson. You'd have the McCourtney's. Forty brothers. Yeah. But other than that, you don't have like superstar. You had Gilmore on the outside one. Prime example is look at 
if this is an o, this is for the OG fans, but remember Patrick Chung, how terrible he was yeah. on the Eagles, goes to the Patriots with Patricia as a pro bowler. Yep. My so. thing is, I think Patricia's the guy. He's just trying to solve everything that was a problem, trying to limit those problems, but then that creates issues on other parts of the football and other sides of the football that are becoming even more issues. Yeah, I agree. I, I just, we were talking about this uh, the other day during the game. It's like, we got to play a little bit more like Cincinnati, take their blueprint. Like they recognize we can't get the third down stop. So we're going to blitz here. We're going to first force turnovers, cover one robbers, you know, all that, like deceptions and whatnot. I think, because if we just straight up can't get the stops on third down, we can't let, you know, the Cardinals had 40 minutes time possession on us, like dominate. Scored four straight times. We didn't force a punt. Like, that can't happen. You got to blitz more. You got to take the risks. Like, play like the Trayvon Diggs-style defense at this point. What do you have to lose? to lose with this defense. For real. For real. And also, you got to give Kyler Murray his dues. Like, he takes a lot of hate, you know, with the Call of Duty stuff and the contract, like double XP weekend stats. Like, But, you know, the last full season he was healthy, he had a 70 completion percentage, led the league. Like, he is a talent. He's a good player. Really good. Really good. So... But like, get like a Connor one hand catch. Come on, I know. Give me a some break. of that stuff was a little. Greg Dortch looking like Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Stop. But you know, I. So we go in this week into MetLife five and a half point favorites. Opened up as a six point. Was already bet down. What do you think, Chase? I think we still win even if we had backups in. You think I and I like what you were saying. Uh, you got to stalk the Cowboys Commanders game. You and if, if the boys are blowing the Manders out, rest up, take the five seed. I'm starting the guys. And if somehow it's a game between the Commanders and boys, I'm playing. And if unless we're blowing out the Giants, then I'll pull them. But if there is any way we can get the two seed, sign me up. Yeah, play them. Have to, because we would have the better conference record over the Lions after their. Kind yeah, of nonsense loss. The schedule, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's still a possibility to land a two seed. And then we would dodge the Niners and tell the NFC Championship, which mm-hmm. would be cool. Yeah. But whatever. We're, we're playing them regardless. We're going to play. It's like when the Phils had to play the Braves. Like, whatever. We're yeah. playing them regardless. May as well get it over with in round two. Pretty much. You know, you're going to, and again, you're, as a Philly, you're going to have to play them next year at some point anyway. So, yep. Yeah, these teams aren't going away. But something to be monitored with the 49ers. I know 49ers fans are a little concerned. Christian McCaffrey, the injury looks worse than they initially thought. He's questionable to even be back for a round two. And then Trent Williams still dealing with that groin injury. He didn't play last week against the Commanders. So something to keep your eye on. Yeah. And as soon as that McCaffrey injury lingers, you know it's not good. Yeah. Because he's had some injuries that linger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like pretty much the whole season of 2020, 2021 was out like yeah. just would play a game out for yep so other than 2019 2022 2023 healthy and he's been the best running back in football yep. but you know don't have those injuries linger no. and you know if the eagles know he's lingering with an injury they're gonna want to hurt him just because of that's how i mean that's that how they're coming at us you heard the jimmy ward on the podcast this yep. summer we were trying to hurt Devonte smith and aj brown we wanted him out of the game yeah which is ridiculous yeah. How do you not get fined for that? Saying that seriously. Yeah. Like you got the poor guy on the Steelers out for the year just trying to make a tackle, but then you could have Jimmy Ward saying we're trying to hurt players, and yeah. it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh no, it's fine. So you know, it's just, I, I got to say too. Well, this is a little off topic now, but 
the pro- the NFL product is just down this year. The refing, all the quarterback injuries, it's the been refing has been so inconsistent. In- it's almost it's a little suspect. Like it's it's it, when I'm looking at it, you look at the Lions Cowboys. If I'm a Lions fan, I don't know how I'm sleeping this week. I would be. You're, you could have. They could have locked the two seed and rested their guys this week. Mm-hmm. Now they got to play their guys. Who knows what happens? God yeah. forbid an injury. Like on turf know. too. Yeah, like you don't know. And my thing is divisional game. Like they didn't want to play their guys yeah. this week. Like you see Decker go up to the ref and the ref shakes his head and then all of a sudden like he's disgusted. He didn't even throw the flag. And Troy Aikman said this to say what you want about Aikman, but this was great analysis in my opinion. He says on the air he goes. You really think the Dan Campbell's a smart guy? Lions are having a good year. You really think they're gonna go for it? Game on the line, two seat on the line, and not go report eligible to the ref? Like really? Yeah. Seriously? You think they're gonna forget to do that? And you see here Rex Ryan go off. He was like, "Oh, he's a he's been a good NFL ref, but he's like, I don't care. He's we need the audio because yeah. someone's lying." Because the ref said 70 reported, and right after it happened, 70 takes his helmet off. He's screaming, I didn't effing say a word. Yeah. And you know what? It was a great play. It's such a thing. It was. You know what Rex Ryan said? He goes, before anything happens before the game, each coach goes to the ref, shows trick plays, shows what will happen, and shows the design of the Campbell at the podium after the game was like, I laid out exactly what was going to happen. The play was perfectly executed. I'm not going to get fined enough and walked off. To go through the play for the refs to know. That was some Jerry World nonsense. The refs know what the trick play is, how it's legal, how it's going to work, so they don't call a flag. That happens before every NFL game. And they still throw a flag. And it's ridiculous. To me, like, the refereeing this year has been awful. And it's just suspect to the and yeah. to the owner of the NFL and Goodell, which is I, – I can't stand him. No, no. And, you know, you look at the other major sports, like Adam Silver. How bad does he make Adele look? Like, he's bringing new ideas to the game. Did the yeah. bubble, like, during COVID. The show goes on, keeps it going. Yeah, comes out with the in-season tournament. Say what you want about the in-season tournament. Like, it's good for the guys. Like, younger guys getting the opportunity to get that bonus money. Like, yeah, yeah it's all good stuff. Just adding new things, keeping the standards, the standards, and Goodell. You know, not 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 a good look at all. But now, shifting gears into the playoff picture, a lot could happen this week. So, starting off with Saturday, the Steelers are playing the Ravens. The Steelers beat them earlier this year. They're in Baltimore. The Steelers are a three-and-a-half-point favorite, and the report is that the Ravens are only going to play their starters the first half, correct? Correct. So, you know, you got to think the Steelers win this game. They're playing. They got more to play for. Easily. Um, I don't think there's much to talk about this just because the the Ravens don't have anything to play for. The Ravens clinched the one seed. They got a couple guys on incentives. Like if OBJ gets four catches, he gets like 500K. Some things like that. Some things like that, but – this means so much more to the Steelers. You win, you're in. It's kind of those that situation where it just means more to this game in Week 18. Ravens will likely not want to take any injuries because of the injuries they've already suffered through the season with some of their offensive key guys. So I'm just going to be like, hey, listen, let's take them out. Steelers are going to win. I think Steelers can easily win this game just because. There's a, there's a situation where they can win and not make it. If the Jags beat the Titans and the Colts beat the Texans, the Steelers will have 
even if they win, they'll be 10 and 7. The Colts will also be 10 and 7, but the Colts have the better conference record and the head to head. So the Steelers have about a 60% chance to make it. So they need. They need to win and they need a little luck. They need a little luck. They handled their business last week. They ran the ball 46 times down Seattle's throat. Yeah. Played a good game on the road. I did not think they were going to win that. They were three and a half point dogs. So if they make it now, they earned it. I mean, they had their skid where they lost to Arizona and um, the Patriots back to back weeks. Yeah. A lot of people wrote them off, but. Mason Rudolph, little little yeah. Rudolph magic. A little magic. Who knows if he'll last this long, too. So we will see. 100%. Everyone's been talking about it for years, and the only reason people know his name is because of the Miles Garrett helmet slam. Yep, that's so, it. That's okay. the only reason. And how bad's he making a uh, Kenny Pickett look? Pickett? Because if Rudolph's, Rudolph's known for being just like a terrible backup, and now uh, you know that I think Tomlin said Rudolph's a starter now. So Pickett was a healthy scratch. Because he didn't want to back up Rudolph. Wow. So now we're seeing some ego and Pickett, too. How much? Uh, now, I mean, I'm, I see it starts at the top now. You know, you see George Pickens and Deontay Johnson not wanting to block. Pickett can't swallow the pride and go in and be a backup for his guys. Like, really, man? You have to be a healthy scratch. You you refuse to be the backup? Yeah. I don't like that. I didn't know that. That. Yep, refuse to be the backup. That is not good. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, he better get comfortable well, being the backup. up on that pick, but. Yeah, he, he's going to be a career backup, so better yeah. get used to it. Terrible. One of the bottom five starter. Can't stand Easily him. Easily agree. That just made me not like him even more. Joe Flacco has more passing touchdowns. In like five games than Pickett's career. He had, he, I think he got it in three or four games. Pickett is terrible. I'm, I'm getting you, sad. Can we move on? Yeah. How do you not have 10 passing touchdowns? Awful. How? <laughs> How? Oh, it's Matt Canada. No. It's the quarterback play. Ridiculous. So, taking a look now at the AFC South. Jaguars can clinch the division with a win over Tennessee, which won't be easy. Tennessee's a scrappy team with a good coach. It's in Nashville. Trevor Lawrence should play. C.J. Beathard got the job done last week for him, but they win and they're in. If they lose, the winner of Texans-Colts will take the division. What do you think happens? I got an upset. I got the dogs in Tennessee winning. I think they win that game. I think they knock Jacksonville off. Jacksonville has been playing terrible football. Sloppy. Sloppy. Even with Lawrence in. Lawrence has looked terrible. He's not the prince everyone has promised. And I think some of those playmakers on Tennessee's side are going to make the Jaguars pay. I think D-Hop goes off. I think Tannehill's going to feed him because he has an incentive this yep. week. D-Hop gets a million dollars if he gets five catches. Yep. And then you have Derrick Henry, who's just... Playing for a contract still. It's a contract year. And he's he's his, not going to be a Titan next year. He's playing his last game as a Tennessee Titan at home. I think he's going to prove something to everyone. It's yep. going to be his last game at home. Speaking of which, the Titans... They really messed up not trading him at the deadline because you could have got a pick or two for him at the deadline, and now he's going to walk for nothing. Which is a shame. You probably could have got a first round pick for him. Like the, I bet the Cowboys would have sent a first, and Baltimore wanted him bad. Yeah. So for well, us, I'm glad neither of them got him. Well, yeah. But they yeah. another terrible organizational move again. Yeah. Again, Titans GM. I mean, the one already got fired from the AJ Brown trade, and now this one's probably on hot seat too. Yeah, I don't know but, how you do this. Yeah, I know. Will Levis is looking. Okay, just got carted off last week. Malik Willis, boss, so yikes. Tannehill's like a top 10 paid quarterback. Yikes. Anyway. 
Jacksonville's. If Jacksonville were to lose that game, if the Steelers lose, they still get in automatically. And then if Jacksonville wins and say who I I think the Texans with CJ Stroud will beat the Colts. I do too. Then if the Jags win and Texans also win or the Colts, they're in either way. So it's it's, it's simply winning you're in for Texans Colts with the incentive of a Jacksonville loss would give them the division too. Yeah. I do think the Colts lose to the Texans, I think. Me too. With CJ Stroud, the Texans are He's so such a better. gamer. He's he such a gamer. And he proved it last week again. And I just think this Texans team is going to want it more, especially with D'Amico Ryan's dog uh, defensive uh, head coach. That defense, I think, is just going to play out of their minds against a lesser offensive team. Will Anderson Jr. is coming alive. He is. I think he had two sacks last week. Yeah, he got up to seven. Yeah threatening Jalen Carter's defensive rookie of the year a little bit. But yeah, last week, I mean, the Texans routed the um, Titans. They held them to three points, and C.J. Stroud, 213 yards and a touchdown, no picks. So he's playing. He's just getting so many receivers involved. I mean, almost 15 receivers caught a ball from him last week. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, so Tank Dell goes down. He's making it work. I mean, got to give him his dues on that, so... 100%. 100%. And then you look at the next game, uh, 1 o'clock window starting Sunday. It's cool. I like the Saturday games with the college football playoffs going on. I do too. Moving some games to Saturday. It's cool. You know, more to watch that weekend. But Browns are going to rest their starters. Bengals got nothing to play for. But, you know, it's should, kind of a, it's a meaningless game. Yeah, it should yeah, get surprising. For sure. are out of it. So I don't see anything happening there. Especially um, Jets Patriots means nothing. nothing to anyone. And the only like other. Two one o'clock games on Sunday is the Falcons, Saints, Bucks, Panthers. In their own terrible games, but big implications, big for, implications for the Bucks for the, and Saints. The Bucks beat the Panthers; they're in they and clinch the division, yep. and the Saints are out. But well, I think if the Saints win and the Packers lose, oh, and the Bucks win, Saints get the seven yeah. seed. So it's a but the Packers—they're playing the Bears. Yeah, Packers control their own destiny. They're playing a hot Bears team right now. Justin Fields. Justin good. Fields is looking good, especially with his connection. With they DJ were chanting, "We want Fields," and I—I th- I think, if, I think if I'm GM, I'm trading the number one pick yep. for move back to four, take Marv, yep, and get another first. Like you could, like for that first pick, I think you could get a haul. I mean, a haul. Because they're going to want to take Caleb. Everyone's going to want to take Caleb Williams. Everyone thinks he's got the biggest game changer in football. I don't know about Which Caleb Williams. I don't Williams. think he is. And I didn't like that his teammates aren't a big fan of him, saying like they're looking forward to playing team football again next year. Yeah, like, that's a, a terrible a quote. Tweet from USC wide receiver, cornerback who says, yeah. "We a team now." And I, I don't. I'm not a Bo Nix fan. Drake May, I think. Mm. But my big two. A big three, I should say. I think Jaden Daniels yep. is a real talent. Michael, Michael, oh, last night he put on a show. He's 450 yards against that Texas defense. Texas defense is NFL players. And he put with pretty much no run game, put 450 passing yards, no picks. He's a player. Led, led college football in yards per game, 343 yards a game in college. He's sick. Yeah, the only thing is he's old. But was he 24? He's going to be 24, like at the start of next NFL season. Which, you know, like for reference, CJ Stroud just turned 22. Yeah. So that's okay. Quarterbacks last a while. Yeah. I also, I know this, this guy's not a first rounder, but I, I really like Deion's son, Shador Sanders. Yeah. He's got that it. Yeah. I think he does. I just, I really got bought into the whole Colorado thing after the yeah. TCU upset. I was, all that. I was, I was about it. But yeah. no, I, I like Shador. And I, I think for the value, take it. Like I would rather have Shador in the third and just roll the die than take Caleb first. 
crazy take, crazy hot take. That but. is crazy. But I think Chicago can get a haul. You can keep Justin Fields, DJ Moore, pair him with Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean, that's thick. That would be stuck. that's instant top ten duo. Maybe top five. There, there's just so many good receivers now. I know, but still, like Moore is. Moore is good. A very good receiver. He, for me, he's the second most underrated in the league. Yep. Only to Mike Evans. Only to Mike Evans, who's going to be a Hall of Famer who no one talks about. He's, he literally has 100 touchdowns now. And almost, he has 10K yeah. receiving yards because he has 1,000 receiving yards every season. Like, like Mike Evans already has better numbers than like Ocho Cinco, who's yep. a Hall of Famer. It, yeah, no, Mike Evans is criminally underrated, and, and who he's done it with, too. We've talked about it. It's Jane yeah. the Spaker. It's magic. Like yeah. two years, of, two years of old Brady. That's it. And yeah, and like we said, like when he, when he had Brady, there were so many other options too. Mm-hmm. So Mike Evans, man, guy deserves his flowers. That's, I'm worried about it. if we do play the Bucks. I I don't know who how we're guarding him because we got small corners. Yeah, I don't know. But gonna just, just have to double him. Yeah, yeah, bracket him with Byard. But anyway, that's the situation there with the NFC South, which Eagles fans are going to be closely watching those two games. I know. Me and Chase would both prefer to play the Buccaneers. Agreed. Just going in, that Saints defense is good. They have like a similar point differential to us this year. They've got a couple big blowouts. They uh, kind of routed the Bucs last week. Yeah. Baker had like two, three picks. And uh, yeah, I mean, the Bucs could have put the division away right then and there. And the Saints, the Saints yeah. played. So, you know. But yeah, I mean, other than that, the Chiefs lock up the division for the eighth year in a yeah. row with 10 wins. And 49ers are clinched. Yeah, Rams clinched. 49ers have one seed. I see both going to play their backups in there. There's no reason to play their stars. Seattle needs the stars to align. They're pretty much out. They got a less than 25% chance. But then the biggest game of the week, I think, yep. Sunday night football. Bills go into Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, play for the division. Yep. And it's pretty much for the Bills. Win and you get the division. Lose and you're not in the playoffs. Exactly. Which is going to be a sick game. And I love that the turnaround... If the Bills win, then next week Miami takes the trip up to Orchard Park and they play the and you Bills. you know what's going to happen? Buffalo's going to beat them. Because I don't see Miami winning in that cold again. That would that would mean Buffalo beat them three times this year. Yeah. I, I mean, the Bills are a three-point favorite. The Bills are playing great football. Ever since the firing of their offensive coordinator, they've been playing They're great. on a four-game win streak. Josh Allen isn't turning the ball over as much as he was. Running the all of a sudden they got a run game. Yeah. James Cook, they're playing great football, and I think they're the most dangerous team in the AFC right now. Baltimore, behind Baltimore. Okay, but I, but even, I, if anyone's beaten Baltimore, I think it'd be a Josh Allen legacy game in Buffalo. I think they can easily go toe to toe. My thing is with Baltimore, defense is great, offense this year is okay. Okay, come on, Lamar. Doesn't... They just put up fifty six on Miami. That's no, week. I know, I know. That was their only, you know. Big game. I understand that. They just route. They put up 33 on the Niners in San Fran. I know. I love Baltimore. You're talking to the... No, You know, know Lamar's my guy. But I would I, defend Baltimore till the end. I think Buffalo would have a very good shot to beat them. Buffalo. This is a... Baltimore averages 160 rush yards a game. Yeah, that's their identity, to run the ball. That should be the 30 Eagles points identity. a game. Yeah. Like the Steelers average 18 points a game. Baltimore averages 30. Yeah. Well, the Steelers are terrible. <laughs> That's I a know. terrible offense. I know. And yeah. And Baltimore, Baltimore is just such a. If they get Mark Andrews back to it, like, like they are good. Mm-hmm. Say Flowers is about to hit 100K or 1K yards. Yeah. Like they. 
I don't know if a team can beat them this year, in my opinion. But if anyone can, I do agree. It's the Bills. Yeah. I think the Chiefs would get killed by Baltimore. Those that secondary for Baltimore on those bum receivers. I don't know how Mahomes will move the ball. And you're not running on him. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be a fun game to watch, though. Yeah, just because Mahomes. Mahomes. He yeah. could do anything. He would but... do, he'll be able to do anything. Uh, part of me thinks Miami could beat him this week just because they got embarrassed last week. Yeah, but... I'm mean, like, because Allen could throw three picks and a fumble. He has, he's been good, but, like, he's still... He has that in him. I know, but I don't think so with the game on the line like this. <sighs> and the, the other thing is, too... Miami, if they lose, they're still in the playoffs. Like, they're clinched. Yeah, that's the thing. I, mm. Mm. I like Buffalo here. They're yeah. hot. I think they're going to keep one. Wild on Mostert, a questionable. And then Tua hurt his shoulder last week, too. Bunch of injuries. So, I like Buffalo here. They're playing for something more than Miami. Yeah. I'm going to take Buffalo, too. Just because it's it, – when you say to a team, you win and you win the division, it's serious. Yeah. I think they step it up. Defense is defense gonna show up. Yeah. No, it it's just it's such an exciting time of the year. It's, college football playoffs, week eighteen, wild card weekend, college football final. I I love it. But I mean that that pretty much wraps things up for this episode. Yeah. Next weekend, we're gonna have or next week, next Tuesday, next big Tuesday, episode. Big full full playoff predictions. Full card weekend. But not to forget locks of the week. And I think a small town big takes lock where Joe and I mutually agree is the Houston Texans to cover. Well, yeah, minus and one. And win. And with that, 97% of the bets are with us. So yeah. Vegas, I don't know about this line. You're giving Steichen respect. I get it. It's it's in Indy. But come on. This Texans D's playing. They just locked up Tennessee last yep. week. And when C.J. Stroud plays, they're a good team. They're a very good team. I, I love Houston here to win their division. With the Jags loss. With the Jags loss. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you a prop bet. My lock of the week is going to be Derrick Henry, two touchdowns. Really? I think he goes out in style. And the Jags run D, whatever. It's middle of the pack, not great. Yeah. Their and defense in general is middle of the pack. The whole time Derrick Henry has been a Titan, he has dominated the Jags. Yep. Averages like 120 yards on him. He had that legendary 90 yard, 99-yard touchdown. I, I think Derrick Henry goes out the way he... He's one of the best running backs of my lifetime. Yep. So I think Agreed. he's going to handle his business. And my lock of the week is Packers to win. And I think the Packers make the playoffs. I like that. And I'm going to I'm gonna give you another three-point favorite to lay with the Packers is I think the Lions are going to kill the Vikings. I yeah. think, And the Lions They're have— pissed off. They have such a right to be. And I, Dan Campbell said, this is, this is going to make us better. This is going to yeah. fuel our fire. And I think they're going to— the Vikings. The Vikings don't have a quarterback. They just got killed by Green Bay on Sunday Night Football. I don't get how that's a three-point spread. The Vikings are done. They had a nice little Cinderella on the Dobbs. Just don't keep starting Dobbs. And now TJ Hawkinson's hurt. The defense is CL, MMCL. Well, we might not see him next year. Yeah. So, yeah, no. I'm, I'm taking the, the Lions. I know they've been my lock a couple times, but they cover. The Lions, yeah, they, they literally cover. I mean... They're nine and seven versus the spread this year. They're seven and two indoors. They're at home for their five and two. They just had a horrible loss last week, which they should have won. And the Vikings are done. You know, they were seven and six. They just lost three straight. Their season's over. They got nothing more to play for. 
So that's my my other lock. But yeah, the the Derrick Henry two TDs is like a fun, you know, good odds bet. But yeah, it's like my true lock is gonna be the Vikings, the the Lions, excuse me, to cover. So yeah, that does it, and we will see you next week for a huge, huge playoff episode. I can't wait for the bracket to be set. You know, that was some of the best best week. That was probably the hottest we ever were betting I Chase so. is last year. We literally called every single game acceptable, yep. and that was the heart talking a little. That was, but yeah, it's gonna be fun. It will. So, be. small town big take signing off. We'll see you next week.